everybody. Welcome in. Quick Snaps, comedy football talk. I am here and I'm multitasking instead of focusing, and that's probably on me. I wanted to share to a page, and that's a thing, and I'll put this over here, and that's where it goes there, and I'm still not done. That's hard to believe. All right. Um, Everything <laughs> happens so fast here. here, man. It's just quick snaps all around. Quick snaps. Let me let me let me throw it to you anyway, since I already fumbled the ball here. Um, we got a guest today. He's one of your boys. Tell us a little bit about him and what what we're going to talk to him about. Uh, you fumbled the ball like Aaron Jones. <laughs> Messed it up. Yeah, we got a guest, Adam Oliansis, coming up. AdamOliansis.com. He's, uh, we put out a, an album on YouLuckyDogProductions.com. Um, That's a good label. Aged Wine is the name of the album. You can check it out. He's coming on. He's a Packers fan, so we'll get into all things Packers in a little bit. Does he have like a tear rag that he can dab his, you know, his face? And... That might be interesting to see if he has any superstitions or anything. Yeah. Somebody sent me the uh, a screenshot of the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page about the NFC Championship game. It said it's a game that uh, teams go to where they beat the Green Bay Packers in oh, order to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. They That's just... not nice. <laughs> That's <it's> not nice. <laughs> So it is the subject probably to discuss from the weekend slate is the fourth down, two minutes left, fourth and goal, two minutes left, down by eight, kick the field goal. But we're going to save that and talk to Adam about this. Yeah, yeah. Let's get his opinion. Um, so, yeah, the Super Bowl is set. We got, I mean, it's pretty interesting storylines. We got some great stuff to discuss. Uh, we got the uh, old man, Tom Brady, uh, heading to another Super Bowl. We got the young man. We got the old goat and the and the baby goat, right? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes coming in. Uh, yeah, we got it's a it's you know the games were fun to watch. I loved it. There's so much talk about the home Super Bowl. What's the big deal about a home Super Bowl? The Lions have been home for every Super Bowl. Am I right, everybody? Oh, and there's some Lions news to get into later, too. We will be covering the Lions coach speak, coach talk, coach presser. It was his first presser, as they say, in the, in the business. Tom Brady, home for the Super Bowl, which is good. Experts recommended that the elderly limit their travel right now, so that's probably... Bastard. He's home. <laughs> He's home for the Super Bowl. If he walks into the right home. Oh, okay. We're doing this. We're we doing got it. Okay, well, let's we do got it. it. I'm a little slow. Tom too. Brady's in the Super Bowl. Great. Another rerun. It's like the Big Bang Theory. Is this shit still on? <laughs> oh, you like, you like the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again. I've seen the inside of the, ho the house less often than this. This is. What's nice about this Super Bowl, uh, the old Tom Brady will be there uh, for the inauguration of the new Tom Brady. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. There will be you know, a piece of transition. I was, I was watching. Yeah, you think so? I don't know. I was watching the game with a Chiefs fan last night, and uh, he was sounding a lot like a Patriots fan in that, you know, he's very comfortable. Cocky, nothing to worry about here. Yeah. Yeah. And just inventing ways that they could possibly lose when they were up 17 <laughs> with like four minutes left. They're like, ah, I just don't feel that comfortable. You know, you never know. <laughs> but like, it's fake modesty, you know? You never know when Patrick Mahomes is going to get up like he did last week and fall down like a marionette. Uh, that yeah. was kind of terrifying, I must say, for a Chiefs fan. Sure was. Yeah. Lucky, uh, lucky for him, he could play again. But yeah, they look good, man. I mean, they weren't even, it didn't even feel like they were 
on all cylinders, and it was still like an easy. It felt like an easy win. It really did. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's like like you said, if uh, if they play their best game, I don't think anybody could beat them. That's right. That game was more lopsided than Lance Armstrong's boxer briefs. <laughs> Can one we do? Nut. He only has we one get a nut. guest here in a minute. Can we do? Make sure we do the Philip Rivers comedy. It's fun. Um, as long as you promise not to aggravate the stew out of me. Sheesh. Hey, good segue. <laughs> Look at you. It's like we're in serious all over again. I got buttons. <laughs> so obviously we got to talk playoffs. But Philip Rivers retired this week. This might be our last chance to do all this kind of stuff. No, he'll be around. He'll be in the zeitgeist. You think so? Yeah, yeah. He ain't going anywhere. He said playing the NFL was his childhood dream. Well, if anyone's in touch with childhood dreams, it's a guy <laughs> with nine kids. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully now that he's retired, he'll have time to settle down and start a family. <laughs> his wife's the only one who thinks the Octomom got off easy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Octo kids are all the same age. That's got to be harder, right? Right, yeah. It's different ages. They kind of babysit each other. They play, you know. That's a good point. But all the same age. No one has that except the Octomom and Antonio Cromartie. Philip Rivers said he wanted to announce his retirement on January 20th, the Catholic feast day for St. Sebastian. Wait, Philip Rivers is Catholic? <laughs> He's the St. Sebastian, the patron saint of athletes. He might want to look up the uh, St. Gerard, the patron saint of fertility, and then <laughs> buy some condoms. Here's, here's what I think happens. He goes home to the nine kids, then he comes back and signs a 10-year contract immediately. With what, who? What do the Rivers use for birth control? The Jets' defense? Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. You're saying he's going to want to get away from the family. He doesn't know how it's good he's at It's too many kids. Yeah. I have 1.4, and it's a lot. 1.4? Yeah. What kind of you way know. to count is that? Well, I, we don't have half. It's less than half with one. Oh, right. So we have all of one and about 42% of another one. <laughs> gotcha. I thought you were counting Zoe since she, as, a, as a decimal since she's so little. <laughs> since she's such a handful. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> uh, so I did. So as we do on, uh, on All Pro Lines, we did, uh, did a fill in the blank for the, for the kids to chime oh, yeah. in. Okay. That's fun. We got like we got like six or seven of these. I thought were good. The best thing about having nine kids is blank. Mm. Best thing about having nine kids is it's not ten kids. Best thing about having nine kids, it's you never have to mow the yard ever again. You're beating Tom Brady at something. The tax return. The toilet seat is always warm. You can bankrupt IHOP on Kids Eat Free Night. Well, why would you want to? <laughs> you still want IHOP to be around. Yeah. Yeah, just chapter 11 where they reorganize or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right chapter. Uh, the best thing about having nine kids, you can play Hollywood Squares with them. That's from Eddie, by the way. Uh, the best thing about having nine kids, you're still a couple to go before they flag you for too many players on the field. That's true. And the best thing about having nine kids from Frank Schultz is knowing you outdid Tom Griswold. Bob and Tom fame. Has a lot of kids. He's actually bringing, like, like we imagine Philip Rivers doing with football. Uh, Griswold is now bringing them into the family business. 
Yeah, I thought I saw something on Twitter that someone named Griswold, who appeared to be his son, is like a head writer or something now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Willie's a writer, and he's one of the voices on the show. Yeah. And there's another comedian son, too, writes. And okay. He's, this is good for me. He's stacking them up so when, when Tom's too old, the other Griswolds will still be there doing the Bob and Tom show. <laughs> Keep it I all in the still, family, I guess. I could still call in. They're good kids, actually. It's funny because I actually met them when they were at literally children. And uh, now they're grown ups and comics. And, you know, we're kind of it's we're kind of peer, you know, peers, you know, it's kind of it's kind of neat to see that happen. OK, because I've done it the other way where I was like a relative child and, you know, met some of my heroes and then grew into kind of being peers with them. You know, it's kind of neat. Yeah, the tables are turning. You're an old man. You're old. That's right. I'm the old guy. It used to be I'd go into these comedy clubs and I would look at the pictures on the wall. And it was just a bunch of weird, nameless, faceless dudes. And now I go in and I know like every single one of these motherfuckers. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and also a lot of them are dead. You know, like, oh, I used to do, oh, he's gone. You know, some of them are in the insurance business now or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Life changes. It's weird. <laughs> It'd be funny if like insurance agents, they probably do. Some of them have like a wall of fame for previous insurance agents too. Almost like uh what is it? Progressive with the dude from uh, the, from Oz. It's such a, it's such a funny tradition to put this things on the wall. I mean, it must just be because they, some club, did it some, you know, the crucible of comedy, some place that everyone liked did that for the hell of it. Cause they had a big stack of comedian headshots. Yeah. And I mean, it, it gives you some clout, right? You go and like, then oh. it, and then it caught on, even though it's kind of dumb, you know, it is a little dumb. It's kind of dumb. I mean, it's, some clubs do it well in that they have some of their favorites and then have some big shots who have been there. You know what I mean? And it's like kind of a small area that you can just gaze while you're waiting to go in. But some places it's like they wallpaper the place with guys who haven't done comedy in 25 years and they just left it that way. Yeah. And then there's like <laughs> some people you got to take down because they've been shamed or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> when, when your wall is like the main attraction when you walk in and you're like, I got to look at every picture. That's right. Oh. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. It's funny. Now in our, now in our business, there's a handful of guys you got to go take down. Now yeah. they're not PC to, it doesn't give you better cred that they've worked at your club anymore. Man, Bill Cosby is going to come. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> got to take them off the wall. <laughs> yeah, Louie might be offensive to some. Right, you know. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Get him back up there. Yeah. Oh, it's it's okay again to like Louie. Okay, I'll put that back. <laughs> Did we throw away the Cosby? Yeah, we pretty much throw that one away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's not coming back, man. That one, That's, that uh, one is not coming back. No, I don't think so. I, th I think his goose is cooked. <laughs> uh, do we have time to do the to do the uh, talk about the Lions coach? Or are we saving that? Uh, we could get into it. Yeah, why not? It's such a weird, if you haven't heard this, I haven't even heard your version of it, but I did watch a clip of this online. The The initial presser of the Lions' new coach, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and the city's been been down and it found a way to get up. All right, it's found a way to uh, overcome adversity. All right, and so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. 
All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. And then Matthew Stafford said, get me out of town. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what? If his goal was to convince me not to cut his cross, not to cut his cut cross his yard on the way to something in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you're convinced. Like, oh, that's a fucking yeah. lunatic. I'm not going over there. Yeah, right. I never want to trick or treat at that guy's house. Nah, not a chance, man. It's kind of interesting though, right? I mean, it stands out from the pile of just like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It does. It's just, it's funny to me because it seems like a recap of a very specific situation that he actually lived. Like he got in a fight and this legend was just told about the what happened in the fight. You know what I mean? It sounds like he's recounting something that really happened. It's just so oddly specific and weird. It's so oddly specific. And when, at the beginning-ish, when he said, you knock us down and we smile at you, I thought, oh, that's a little crazy and interesting. Yeah, this guy's the is, Joker. That was just an appetizer for the craziness to follow. My goodness. Oh, hey, Kyle. here's Kyle. Uh, Kyle's yeah, he's checking in. in. He's a Lions fan. He says, he is a- I've seen this video and I was pumped for next year. Then they announced Stafford is leaving. Back to the good old days of the Lions. Oh. What does the good old days of the Lions look like? When were they? And is, <laughs> no, and he's talking. <laughs> is this sarcastic? He means no. He's saying that his hope was dashed after the coach talk because the the one good player is walking out. Right. <laughs> By the way, Matt asked for a trade, and the Lions look like they're going to accommodate him. And the other fifty two Lions were like, "Could we? Can we also?" <laughs> Is there any way? I owe a thank you to Kyle, by the way, because I was doing mucking around with the joke about the um, uh, about the Tom Brady home Super Bowl thing, and I originally was it was some version of uh, you know the Buccaneers have been training twenty years for this; they're always, they're always home for the Super Bowl. Some version of that, oh, and right, Kyle right. came in with the much better, cleaner Lions version, right. And that became the meme that was retweeted by Bob and Tom this morning. So thank you, Kyle. Well done, sir. All right. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's... What do we know about him? Kyle, do you know? Did you you look up this guy? What's the... Is he as crazy as he sounds? Yeah, I mean, I was... um... I saw the clip that we just played. I saw that one. And obviously it's kind of crazy. But I watched a little bit more of the press conference and I was like, ah, he's I think he's probably a little less crazy. It actually he might be a decent coach, uh, based just based on the presser and not really knowing much else, just listening yeah. to him. And uh I so I was I was less, let's say, threatened by him, uh, and thinking he's just an all out lunatic. After hearing a little bit more of what he said. Oh, Kyle says he was a tight end on our 0-16 season. <laughs> that's quite it. Put that on the resume up high. Blocking tight Blocking. end, he said. Maybe that's the problem. They didn't give him a chance to catch. <laughs> I was thinking maybe that's why Stafford was on his back the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time to bring in our guest, I think. 
Let's do it. I want to talk about this subject and I want to hear from a real Packers fan. This is a good, this is a good combination of things. And one of your boys from the label. I love it. Yes. You lucky dog productions.com. And let's bring in Adam Oliansis, Adam Oliansis.com. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, we can't hear him. Uh-oh. Oh, can't hear you, bud. I don't know if you can hear us. We can't no. hear you. Now can you hear me? Now we yes! can. Yes. Right. You know why? Because I turned the microphone on. That's right. Look at this old pro. Yeah. The one yeah. the one thing you got to get right on the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turning it on. It always helps. <laughs> it's so long since I've turned my wife on. I forgot how to turn everything on. <laughs> so. It's understandable that it would leak into other parts of your life. Yeah. Yeah, leaking is the word. <laughs> Adam, when he when he sent me your name, I was like, "What? I'd, this?" I was like, "That's that name's ridiculous. You got to change that name for show business." I can't believe I actually thought that for half a second. Okay, I'm off the show. <laughs> no. um, it's it's oh, it's spelled O L I E N S I S. It's pronounced Rabinowitz. <laughs> That's a no, lot of silent. It's, I had a, a goofy uh, great uncle. Uh, who came to Ellis Island and uh, from Lithuania, Jewish. And uh, he said, uh, you know, I like the sound of pasta al olio. So he wanted to to create a name that, that sounded like as much like that as possible. Wow. I think he thought he was Americanizing the name. That's how crazy my family was. So That's there we funny. go. That's funny. It really does have an Italian feel to it. It is, yes. But, but I'm, you know, well, you know, the, the Ashkenazi Jews are 50% genetically Italian, uh-huh. but that goes back. That's a whole nother show. That's a completely <laughs> different show. I mean, the only Jews that we'd be talking about on this show is um, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman, yeah, yeah. That's the only Jew we got, Josh Rosen. Yeah, yeah. Boy, he's just tearing up the NFL, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's just got pine needles in his ass. He hasn't gotten a fair, to be fair. All right, I'm yeah. for Josh Rosen. Yeah. Uh, so talk to us. Your uh, tell us your Packer. Uh, how did this come to be? What? How did this fate uh, befall well, you? When I was six, we moved to Milwaukee. I, I didn't know what football was, okay. and uh, I lived there in. I lived in Wisconsin. I went. Uh, you know, grew up there. And the second Super Bowl, the Packers' last good game, January <laughs> nineteen sixty eight, was the first game I ever watched. And my dad explained to me what a first down was. And I was like, this is a weird game. And I just got hooked, you know, because everybody in Wisconsin is a Packers fan. I, you know, I started watching, playing, you know, running out in the boulevards, just crashing heads with other kids. We actually formed the NFL, the Neighborhood Football League. And we'd go out there, no pads, just run into each other as hard as we could, you know, schmear the queer. Yeah. Kill the guy with the ball. Yeah, we talked about that before. Uh, It has a couple different names, but that's what we called it, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, mostly we call the kill the guy with the ball. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, you're tackling on the street? No, we had like a grass boulevard. We, oh, we right. had a, we had just enough intelligence to get to the soft ground <laughs> before we started tackling each other. Right. <laughs> just, just barely enough, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, but, what you but, say about the Packers being huge there is so true. I, I landed wow. in Milwaukee one time. This is a few years back. And it was a weird confluence of things. My mom flew in uh, and I brought my child so that we could all hang out. And I had a couple of gigs in Wisconsin. And we're walking through the airport on a Friday afternoon. And my mom goes, is there a football game today? Or something? <laughs> I go, nope, that's just how they dress here. <laughs> 
I well, mean, literally, just on a just on a random Friday afternoon, there's a leather Packers cap and a jacket and a thing and socks and a scarf and just like everyone in the airport is wearing Packers gear just on a regular yeah. Friday. And the reason is because there's absolutely nothing else to do there, so except <laughs> except drinking. You yeah, know, like like when I went to University of Wisconsin Madison, and and the drinking for the Sunday football game starts Thursday at noon. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I love it. Like you see kegs out on Bascom Hill. That's like you know the quad in that, uh, and there you, it's it just starts Thursday afternoon and goes right through to Sunday night. I love it. I love it. And yeah. that's one of the only places where I can go. And like if I have an obscure football joke that not everybody would get, like Antonio Cromartie for instance it works in wisconsin it oh, doesn't yeah. work in new york city but in wisconsin right. not only does it work they love it and they're thrilled that you brought it up you know it's yeah. really that's kind of fun for me well but you yeah, know john riggs is a packers fan he's here welcome john oh, yeah? thanks for coming man uh, um go we, ahead so yeah so you, then, know, you know how you know how many packer fans it takes to change a light bulb <laughs> how many three one to change the light bulb and two to sit around and talk about what a great job the old light bulb did <laughs> 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 no. uh, that old light bulb, man, that was awesome, you know. So, so what happened yesterday? Was that typical of their season? Did, I mean, there were some weird things that happened in that game, some weird decisions, uh, especially at the end there. Uh, what was your take watching it as a as a hardcore Packers fan? Oh man, um, so so really, I mean, you can go to the end of the game and there's clearly a coaching error, just even in terms of modern analytics, you know, percentage chances. Um, but well, first of all, going for the two pointer was kind of, that that was, that was a crapshoot. Um, but, but what it really boiled down to was the last minute of the first half and the first minute of the second half. Yeah. And other than that, the Packers won the game. Right. Right. And so, so, and it boiled down, I mean, you can boil it down to, to, to separate independent variables or maybe they're dependent, but, but, uh, Rogers throws interception that puts Tampa Bay in a position to score. They had two turnovers, got Packers had two turnovers. Tampa Bay got 14 points off of them. Packers got three turnovers, got six points. So you can look at it as that, that two-minute stretch right around halftime, enveloping halftime, or just the inability to convert on turnovers. And then and then going for the field goal was weird, right? <laughs> and and then going – and then and, – uh, and, and then, yeah, because now you're down five, you know, instead of what would it have been, uh, three – yeah, to, for the listener who may not have followed along with the, all the details, it was like two minutes and change, like two minutes and eight seconds, something like that. Yeah. It's fourth and goal from the eight or nine. They're down by eight. And they kick a field goal. It's the weirdest, like, I well, thought it was a mistake in the, like, like I skipped something in the game. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I was kind of typing a joke and I look up and I'm like, what? They're doing what? I literally go, what are you doing? And my my mom was nearby. She goes, what's right. happening? First of all, I'd like to chastise you for doing anything but watching football while the Packers are playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. But, but uh, yeah, no, it was weird. Uh, um, it was weird. First, first of all, you got this guy, A.J. Dillon. Right. Jones, Aaron Jones is out. Now you got AJ Dillon, who's six feet, uh, 247 pounds. Yeah. I like that. Now, now this is my own, because I, I, I play in the market and stuff and I do some statistical stuff and, and, and his standard deviation 
on on average runs is very small. And I don't know if you saw there was one run where he got hit behind the line of scrimmage and he carried, carried about three six guys, yards. Yeah. Six yards. That was awesome. Right? Yeah. Now you've got four downs from the eight. Just give it a Dylan yeah. four times. I know. It doesn't it drive you nuts? Even with the even with the all time quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is, like to throw the right. ball four times and they, they had a lot of trouble down there in the right. like inside the least, five yards. At least run, run them one or throw once, then run them, then play action. You know they have all these things. They, there's other things too. They didn't move uh, Rodgers in the pocket much when when we'd got he'd gotten sacked five times in the first game earlier in the year. So I think there were a lot of things where they, you know, uh, I'm a tennis fan too, and Roger Federer sometimes has a hard time changing his game because he's had such good success with his A game. Right. So I think there's a certain a certain not exactly arrogance, but a certain like this is our A game. Let's go with our A game instead of using your noggin and 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 seeing what the situation really calls for. Yeah. I, I, if it's me, I put A.J. Dillon in and you're either decoying him. So you, you got to draw at least three guys into the line with a with a with a handoff with a fake handoff. Right. And the Packers uh, Rogers is is, you know, off the charts on stats off of the play action. So, so, uh, you know, they, 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 to me, there were a lot of conceptual mistakes. And then, and then another way you can look at it is their cornerback King got burned three times for two yeah. long touchdowns and the PI, you know, and then the, 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 the interception just before halftime, there was a PI, really it was a PI, an obvious PI on the, on the Tampa Bay cornerback. I think he was number 20. When he got no, the no, interception. That, Part, yeah, the interception just before halftime. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, uh, you know, an obvious hold. He held one shoulder pad and then the other, and then he got the interception because because uh, was that was that Valdez Scanlon? Uh, I can't remember which receiver it was, but he 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 came in, but he didn't really get the cut to to cut off the cornerback because he'd gotten both his shoulder pads held. So there's a lot of right. little things. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like the election in 2020. You know what I mean? Like a lot of little things went one way instead of the other. You know, 25,000 votes in Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada, and the election goes the other way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it, 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 Aaron Rodgers said he was gutted. And, and that's how, as a Packer fan, that's how I felt. Yeah. You know? I mean, I was watching the game, and when the Tampa Bay got off to a pretty decent lead, I felt like it was watching you know it was the election as well i felt like it watching like that watching tom brady lead the bucks <laughs> to victory it felt like trump was still president <laughs> and i was like i just hope that you know maybe the packers yeah. are just starting to count the mail in ballots you know yeah. <laughs> well you know but, but but there's another factor and this is more of an intangible uh rogers this may be too geeky for you guys rogers only has 17 fourth quarter game-winning comeback drives in his career. Is that and, right? Yeah. That seems too small. Brady has 39. Now, he's been playing a few years longer, but not not twice as long. So, And Rodgers did it earlier this year. In one, I think it may have been against the Colts or the Vikings where, where he comes back, but they don't, they don't quite drive it home. You know, he doesn't quite get laid at the end of the game. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure in real life he doesn't have that problem, but, but – <laughs> But you know, like he he's he's awesome. But but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't really shown himself to be a a, a clutch winner. You That's know, like interesting to hear you say that. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, he's all right. Where if you're ranking quarterbacks, indulge me, Adam. This is a game we play here. Okay, you're ranking current NFL quarterbacks. What ranking is he? You know, it are you using? Uh, 
best quarterbacking skills or are you using clutch winner? We're right. a bunch of guys on the couch talking about building teams, and if we were going to do it, who would we want first and second and fifth? And you know, you know, uh, I'd say he's the Peyton Manning of the twenties. You know what I mean? Like he's he's really, he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. But I mean, Peyton Manning only really won one Super Bowl. The other one he got carried. So, you know, by the running game, you know, the the second one, his arm was hanging off like it was like, you know, like (laughs) being held on by the skin. And and uh, uh, so so I I would say Rogers is a second. uh, I I think Mahomes uh, processing speed is actually a little faster than 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 Rogers. You know, I would have loved to have seen that game. But as far as clutch, I mean, Rogers hasn't. He's lost four straight NFC f- final games, you know. That's and, crazy. I mean, that's yeah. But is, mean, is, how much of that's on Rodgers? Is that just the nature of you know they were the better team this week? <clears throat> Didn't quite pan out. I mean, you you erase maybe the last play of the first half, and it's a different outcome. I mean, yeah, it literally could be right. That. But there's there's too many of those. There's you know, Brady his stats aren't as you know he's got great stats, but his stats are not as good as Rodgers. He's not as mobile in the pocket, but but. He came back and won the Super Bowl against Atlanta after being down. What was it, twenty-eight to three? Or yeah, I don't so, remember. Was it twenty-eight to three? No one's ever was, me the number. It was. It, it was. It was something like that. It was. Was it twenty-eight <laughs> points or? Yes, I mean, it was twenty-eight know. to three. Is this a is this a setup? Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Do you even know that I'm a? Oh, are you from Atlanta? Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, is that clear? Or can you see yeah. that? <laughs> You know, the, the Packers are uh, you know, problem with the connection. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, you know, I mean, look, I root for the guy. I love the guy. I watch his, I watch, I watch his, you know, individual interviews after every game. And, and uh, I think he's smart. If you listen to him this year, he sounds like, you know, he's been studying with the Dalai Lama, which I love. And, uh, you know, he's talking about self-actualizing and, oh, yeah? and you know, and, you know, uh, you know, kind of things being on a continuum as opposed to binary. Awesome. I love the way. Right. He can yeah. hang with Pat McAfee and he can, he can yeah. go, he can go deep too. Right. Okay. Right. But let me press you on this. So you have Mahomes ahead of him. Is there anybody else in the world right now that you would rather quarterback your team? That's not Patrick Mahomes. He's number two is what it sounds like you're telling me. Overall, I think he's the second best quarterback. I mean, the last three years, he's the second best. This year, he was the best. I think I agree. But, but for, if, if I'm down, if I'm down five and it's fourth and eight, maybe I take Brady. Oh, because, because he, he didn't, you know, they, they didn't get it done. They just didn't. I mean, it, 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 it pains me. I'm going to go sit on the toilet and bleed. Well, how much yeah. do you blame the coach for that? Is that a terrible decision on the coach's part? Yeah. LaFleur has been good broadly, right? Am I, yeah. am I, he's been, I mean, you're not, you're not getting rid of LaFleur over this one decision, right? No, he's been to two NFC championship games. You can't, you know, that, that's like, that would be as dumb as getting rid of Joe Girardi after getting to the ALCS. Which the Yankees did. Yeah, I was going to say so, that. <laughs> that would be that dumb, which was, I think, dumb. So, <laughs> you know, so, but no, you can't get rid of him. But, but that was, that was the wrong decision. And, yeah, and I, see, if Rodgers, at the end of the first half, Brady prevailed upon Arians, 
to to go to let him go in and and try right. to get, try Take to shot get right. If, if, if Rogers had been had felt it, he would have gone over there and got come on, man, you know. And and I don't know that he's that guy. I mean, he just I would love him to be, but he's shown himself so far not to be. It's interesting. So, uh, I like him. I'd love for him to be my quarterback. Yeah, me too. Shit, yeah. Yeah. He's got a, a 121 passer rating and a and 90 QBR this year. You can't be the MVP, right? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. Does but, does he does he hang around? Do they keep him around for a while? They got to keep him next year. And if he plays like this again, they got to keep him the next year. But remember, he sat for 3 years. Before yeah. while while Favre was there, so they could sit love for three years. Now he's only got one year on his contract, and uh, you know, and he's only like five million dead space. You know, they could sign him for two or three more after that, and and send love away like they like the 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 Patriots sent Garoppolo away. Uh, you know, if Rogers says that kind of pull, but I, yeah. I think they're they're leaving their decision tree open, is what I think. Wait, was I supposed to be funny on this show? Nah, <laughs> yeah. you opened just, funny. I'm a passionate Packer fan. You, so. you can close funny, and then we'll have this little hammock. This is like my act. I'm funny at the beginning and the end. In the middle, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, more sto- it's more stories. Pathos. We're going for pathos here in the middle. No, this is interesting. All right. So, um, hmm. well, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, what, what's your? I, I wasn't listening. Or, I came in right at 7:45. What? What? Uh, What's your guys' take on this? Yeah, we saved the Packer talk for you. I mean, I think yeah. it was a terrible play call, but yeah. I I get it. I mean, getting it from the eight or nine and the two point conversion is a tall order, but you're down. You know, you're not closing the gap by enough to make it worth the kicking a field goal. I think is preposterous <laughs> ending. Right. Um, and I'm also steamed as you are about the end of the first half, and you know. I mean, they got a couple of those sort of fluky interceptions that, like, that should be the difference in the game, and they couldn't close the deal. I'm kind of mad at them for that. But, I, you know, it's interesting. Tough. Interesting point. All year long, they would have, uh, like, a period, usually in the third quarter, the Packers, where they would go dead like they did. I don't know if it was the fourth quarter in this case, where the offense would go, like, two or three three and outs. Right. They'd be they'd be stellar. The rest last year, they could only be good in you know 2019. They could only be good for a quarter at a time. The offense this year, they were usually good for three quarters. Right. And then there would be a quarter where they would just the play calling would go dead, just like it did. You know, when they, they had that three and out, he got there was like two sacks and a long incompletion or something. They would have periods like that. And, and all, you know, and then they won a lot of games. So they'd come back in the fourth quarter and, and get a closing score. And 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 finish it off, but but it was always there was always a period in the game where you went like oh crap you know they could blow this right, right. yeah it was yeah. it's interesting that it was I mean there was a lot of fluky stuff in this game we had the, that crazy last play of the first half and some huge sacks and some weird interceptions but it did feel like it was a tale of two halves where it was the Tom Brady show in the first half yeah. uh, and in the second half it was a little bit of the Aaron Rodgers show and I, I was right. very much enjoying that, that part of the game <laughs> yeah no he, he he runs that offense beautifully but but you know and then the, the, the Packer defense got caught with 12 men on the field twice I've never seen the Packers get caught yeah, I've seen Rodgers catch people right but, and that was a sneaky Tom Brady thing like he saw it happening and, and got the snap yeah. off in time to get the penalty in the first down. He's a savvy motherfucker. That That's guy. a yeah. challengeable thing, right? You can challenge and say they had 12 men on the field. 
Yeah. No, I mean, they did that once. Yeah. You're right. Oh, so, but yeah, that'd be pretty but, risky yeah, if you could watch to see if Patin, 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 the, the defensive coordinator, he might be gone. And King, the cornerback who got burned three times, he's he's going to be playing in in uh, the XFL, Alouette, Al, Al, the Alouette. Uh, <laughs> he's playing in France. He's I never thought of his France. His name yeah. is almost Poutine. How do you fire that guy? <laughs> yeah, we don't do Poutine. That's Canadian. You send, you send him the Canada, to, yeah. yeah, the Montreal it's, Alouette. Yeah. It's it's close enough. We do we do cheese curds. So. That's right. He yeah. really just uh, just insulted his Wisconsin sensibilities right there. With that. Like, like you yeah. don't know nothing about Wisconsin, do you? Yeah. It's the same no, universe of cheesy goodness, joy, fun. Just because we yeah. talk like this doesn't mean we do poutine, you know? Yeah, you got a little bit of that, though. You do have you want, that. You want to know a big difference between New York yeah. and, and, and Wisconsin? In New York, you say fuck like this, fuck you. And in Wisconsin, you say it like this, fuck you. <laughs> Those are both delightful. Yeah. <laughs> Madison has a bar that I used to work the club there once in a while. They had a bar right down the street that had, uh, it was bacon night. It was just like one <laughs> night a week. Just bacon night? I know this sounds insane. I've never seen it anywhere else. It this is like, like what you were saying, Adam. There's Killing really nothing else to do. But it was nothing but bacon. It was free bacon. It was just literally like a, they would just bring it out over and over and over, and it was just free bacon in the bar. No other snacks, just bacon. Right. And it, was, it was actually addended to a cardiac ward. <laughs> <laughs> At Madison General. So you were in Wisconsin for how long then? Uh, so I lived there from uh, 1966 until 1982. You old. Uh, oh, yeah. wow. That's a so big run. Yes, first grade through uh, through college. Okay, wow! You know, All your growing up days. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, my skin is still dry from the winters. <laughs> <laughs> what brought you to the East Coast then? Uh, I went to acting school okay. after I graduated Madison. I uh, I went to an acting school in New York City, Circle in the Square Professional Workshop, um, where you know we studied the the classics and you know then the modern classics and and uh, and you know took modern dance and and singing and you know I was I was on the road to being a classical thespian, uh, and then uh, I had a theater company actually for. Uh, about 10 years no thereabouts. Yeah. And we did stuff off broad, off, off and off. And then we finally had a show that went to Broadway and then we, but we were, you know, theater companies only have a half life of so long. Uh, you know, that group you get, I got married, I got a mortgage, you know, I, so I started having to figure out how to make more money than that. So, right. and kids, you know, but you so, went to, you went, you went to school in Madison. That's a great yeah. school. Oh, it's wow. unbelievable. It's, uh, it's that's great. That's one of the public ivies. That's a beautiful place too. I it remind, yeah. I went to school at the University of Georgia in Athens. It's got a little bit of Athens. It's it's yeah. the Wisconsin version of Athens. That's the way I see it as a visitor. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's a great school. We had better climate. You probably had a better school at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That's that's why everybody in Wisconsin talks like this. You don't open your mouth because it's so freaking cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's no, it's beautiful. It was, it was unbelievable. I the the year I started there, nineteen seventy eight, was the year Animal House came out. Mm. Oh wow! So, re, registration week, like you know, it was before computers. Everybody showed up, and then you wandered around to the various departments and you registered for your classes by hand. And everybody was shit faced the entire time. But but uh, <laughs> and the movie Animal House came out that week. 
and uh, it, it, so there were toga parties everywhere, and uh, and and you know the, the drinking was. Re- I I walked out of my. I moved my stuff into my apartment and I walked out onto the street and a car full of girls drove by on Johnson street and went, Hey, want to fuck? <laughs> and I thought, oh, college is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound great. Let's go yeah. to college again. It was pre-AIDS, pre-AIDS. You know, it was two, two episodes of worrying about testing positive ago. <laughs> so. that's great well, who are you so, rooting for in the super bowl you got a you got a, f- um, a fight a dog in the fight or what no nah, i don't give a shit no. anymore i'm so i'm so i'm rooting for the brewers I'll be honest. <laughs> you no, it's been it's been sad you know i've been rooting for giannis you know antitequempo uh, the Greek freak, from, yeah. you know, but, but again, you know, he's kind of like, he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers at this point, you know, he's like two years, they've had the best record, the bucks uh, in basketball. And then, and then they get stuffed in the playoffs and, and, you know, yeah. it seems really clear to me, you know, they need a, they need, it seems to me you need three options now, uh, you know, in the NBA, you oh, need sure. three guys, three guys who can, who can deliver in the clutch. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And and the Bucks have only had like two or one and a half. So and and it's kind of like the Packers, you know, they're Aaron Rodgers heavy. So, uh, yeah, you know, well, maybe I mean, the Bucks gave him some help this year. Drew Holiday is no slouch. Chris Middleton yeah. is uh, underrated, I think. And, yeah, uh, no, he, he's good, but but he's not. You know, I I knew AD and and LeBron were going to do it last year. You just I just yeah. felt it. Oh, I yeah. just felt it. You know, and, you know, everybody's trying to we'll see about the Nets. That's kind of an interesting, weird coagulation of ball hogs. It is. Yeah. And head cases. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's like uh, it's like uh, Bellevue in Brooklyn. So <laughs> They had somebody yeah. said, I forget. I wish I could give them credit. But but between. By the way, this is where Kostaki checks out of the conversation. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to hang, but I got nothing. Yeah, there. no, I saw you. I thought, you know, you look like my wife in bed. Just kind of looking out the window. And... <laughs> When's this over? Yeah, yeah. Adam, I thought you were going to start eating an apple. And uh, like, Adam's yeah. mumbling about the Brooklyn Nets again. Yeah. <laughs> I can, we, can, we can switch back. We can switch back. We can talk politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I just is if gun to gun to the head, you got to pick a winner in the Super Bowl. Uh, who do you want to see to win, and why? I guess Casey, because because Mahomes is really exceptional, and 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 I I'd, I'd like to see like I'd like to see. I guess what I'd really like to see is is Tom Brady explode. Yeah, you know, just physically blow I'm up. I'm back like, in. I'm paying attention again. <laughs> like, just like a bag of shit, just to blow up and and uh, leave Brady shit all over. <laughs> you know, t- ten Super Bowls and you're married to Michelle Boonchin. Boonchin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you broke up with uh, what was the ex girlfriend? The one he has another kid with? Oh yeah, as an actress, uh, Angie Harmon. No, it's but she's kind of like her. I've forgotten her. I can Google her, but but yeah, I mean, you break up with that chick when she's pregnant to marry Michelle Bunji Bingshin, and like you should just blow up like a bag of shit. I don't think her name's <laughs> Michelle. Or no, what the hell is it? I, it's close. <laughs> I, I want to let you linger for a second. Hold on. He's <laughs> He's you can't it's Google funny. it. We Get out of here. Answer. Get out of here. It's Giselle. Giselle. Giselle Bunji. <laughs> Just, no, no. 
If there's an umlaut over the U. That's right. She's a foreigner. Like, like Oscar Madison with uh, with a deviated septum. You know? <laughs> or, or, By the way, Aaron, I was hoping you would see Barry's comment. Loving the NBA talk. Quick shots. Oh yeah, I saw it. Put gave, gave it a little gave it a little pop. <laughs> Barry, nice to meet you, Barry. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to have a little NBA talk. It gets lonely over here. <laughs> You're not a basketball fan. No, I don't, I don't, I mean, I've, I've, I've been to a Hawks game as like a teenager once just for the experience, but right. I don't well, know. Dominique didn't, Dominique Wilkins didn't inspire your, 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 your I remember, I, re- I remember we used to lower the goal and do Dominique dunks as a child, but that's about as close as I've ever gotten to love of basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, it's hard in the southern states because, you know, you have to look up at the sky to see the ball and stuff. And just <laughs> you guys don't raise your horizons that high. It's kind of a lowbrow. You know, right? I don't even know what that means. Just look, just look at the corn. <laughs> don't look at anything else. <laughs> I have no idea. You don't have the right vegetable. We have no corn here. <laughs> you know, cotton. Just don't, don't take your eyes off okay. the cotton. All right. Well, I mean, mean, people picking it. You know. To be fair, man, you came from Wisconsin. Earlier, you did. So. Yeah, yeah. Corn, corn is the only vegetable we have. So. <laughs> we eat it with our bacon. <laughs> well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us, man. We'll have to have you. I, I wish we could be talking about the Packers in the Super Bowl. That's um, what I was rooting for. Sorry, I, I think Adam. most people. Next were. year, next year we'll be back here, and we'll be we'll be talking about how how Rogers has beat back that that uh, that that curse of, of four NFC championships. Otherwise, he's going to be sort of like the low rent Jim Kelly. Right. Or yeah. Super Bowls, right? Yeah. You can't even get this far as Jim Kelly. So, yeah, no, thank you for having me on, guys. And uh, um, buy my album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buy we'll album. We're actually going to play a clip. Uh, we're not, we're going to kick you out of here. We're not going to make you watch oh. your own stand up first. Oh, uh, that's we're, good. We're, I'm we're, so sick of that material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for joining us, man. Go Packers. Enjoy thanks, the Super Adam. Bowl. My we'll pleasure. Do. Thanks for having me on. Have a great night. You got it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll play a, a one-minute clip of Adam Oleansis, and then you and I can regroup for a final segment. How's that sound? Sounds good. I'm in. All right. I'm in drinks. Our 17-year-old, uh, she has some issues with concentration and focus. Uh, she doesn't have ADD. We had her tested. She has a more intractable problem. It's called AGD, attention give a shit disorder. <laughs> We're driving around the Midwest this last summer, and the 17-year-old decides she can't stand being with us in the car even one more minute. So we stop for gas, and, gas, and she just walks away. She just walks away down a country lane, and she's wearing a T-shirt I've told her not to wear because it has what she likes to call side boob. So there's my daughter walking down a country lane showing side boob to Arkansas. I drive around looking for her. I finally find her. I say, get in the car. She says, no. I say, get in the car. Now she runs away. Now I'm chasing her, my half-naked 17-year-old daughter, through a hayfield in Arkansas. And that's when it dawns on me, this is what it's like to be from Arkansas. <laughs> Funny stuff. And, uh, yeah, I like that he was going for... Uh... Southern states there and Southern as, culture. And then the clip a, is about Arkansas. Two daughters, that spooks me a little. Yeah. It's, it's my Christmas future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, let's wrap it up, man. Do you got any taps or kudos? Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Andy Reid, I mean, he's he's been knocking around this league since the beginning of time and he's, you know, he was he was he's been good at at football coaching the whole time that I can gather and uh I'm glad he's having a run where he's sort of like eased into it. He's good, solid, old school football and yet he's got these flourishy things. He's open to doing things that are a little nutty and a little flashy and a little creative. And he's, you know, he's, he's working with maybe the best quarterback we've seen and uh, it's fun to watch him succeed. So uh, kudos to Andy Reid. Absolutely. A lot of kudos, taps on the back. I've been seeing Aqib Talib all over uh, talk shows lately. I love it. I love that he's been embraced by the mainstream culture. Yeah, me too. He's a character we need. We need we need some Akib Talib in the house. I totally agree. I've I've loved him always from I uh, just from like being around the Super Bowl stuff and listening to him and then eventually ch- chatting with him. He's always been such a character. You can tell there's a lot of depth in there behind some of this sort of uh rapish personality, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. Word. I got to give uh, some kudos to, speaking of rapish, Sexy Kelsey, baby. Oh, God. Yeah, he's good. My man, Travis Kelsey, man. He had a great game as well. He's so, he's so good. I'm hoping, uh, you know, we got we got, got a Facebook message from Glenn yesterday. Uh, I saw that. Asking if I was happy that uh, our boyfriend, or did he say my boy? I don't know. Is he collectively our boyfriend? He's blaming you, not me, so yeah. I'll take it. Um, blaming Kelsey for taking out um, Buffalo, and uh, <laughs> he, did, he did his part. He had a zillion catches, man. Two touchdowns. He looked good. So Travis Kelsey, keep it up. Uh, win the win another Super Bowl and deny Brady. And for that, you might come back for another. Got a kudos, taps on the back. So I don't know, man. Um, I'm happy. Obviously, I want the Chiefs to win. I think most people do. One of the um, one of the thoughts that I had is the savvy gamblers at the beginning of the season. Most of them probably took Chiefs bucks. I think a lot of people got paid on their life their season long bets. Don't uh, you? That's interesting. But yeah, but you forget, I'm I'm in a season long thing that I'm still kind of, I still am alive actually, because I picked the Chiefs to win. Um, lots of people picked, there were a lot of combinations that included Ravens, Saints, and Niners, all of which were, you know, have been out for a, a little while now. You forget at the beginning of the year, there were some other teams that were really buzzworthy. Um and the Bills, of course, too. I like the Bills. Yeah. The Bills were, I mean, if you're gambling and you bet uh, you, you bet the Bills against the spread for the last couple of months, you're rich. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They keep crushing everybody until this one last game. I feel kind of bad for their fan base, but the good news for them, long run, that team's going to be fun to watch. That's something that you haven't really had it like like you were sure of it in your bones like this team's gonna be in the mix for a while yeah and, and now it's here so good for them yeah definitely i don't know i appreciate you dressing like cliff clavin tonight uh from cheers 
You got your stash. You got your postman hat. <laughs> I don't know how we made it through this whole show. I didn't even comment on how you're gussied up. You have buttons. You never have buttons on your shirt. I got buttons. What do you mean? You're not yeah. wearing. You're not wearing black. You're not wearing a hat. It looks I like I wear like a baby blue shirt a lot of times on this show. You I mean, know. you usually dress to go over to Andreas and watch Monday Night Football, but now That's it looks right. like That's you, true. That's you over. could that... you could step into a steakhouse with Fabio right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Should we address any of these comments? We got people in here. You go, yeah. You want, what, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. What, what do people have to say? Appreciate Riggsy and Weichman and Susan and Ron. These are some of our go-to characters. We love you guys. Thanks for coming. Uh, Danny Islander. That's quite a name. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like a lead singer of some shit. Where was that? Rogers. Selfish. They've been on one, the one dozens of times and he throws for TDs, never hands it off. Yeah, okay. He, sh- yeah. he should have, Rogers should have ran that one in at the end. Yeah, that's the, that was kind of the buzz today. I thought so too. I mean, in retrospect, that third down, he had a he had a lot of space and he tried to force it in there. Had a whole lane. Yeah, right. I mean, worst case scenario, it gets to the two. But, you know, it's easy to say now. Uh, Susan's got an interesting question. What's up with Michael Vick working on Fox? Have people gotten over the grudge against him for the dogs? I haven't let that go. Oh, that's a tough one, man. That is, that is one of the worst things that we've ever heard of being done in the world. (laughs) It's horrific. I will just, I'll just play devil's advocate for one second, just to make the point. He did pay a ridiculously steep price. He lost, and this is not an exaggeration, a hundred million dollars. He went to jail for well, I don't know, almost two years, lost his job, all of the endorsements, his status. He was the king of Atlanta and it all disappeared overnight. So I don't know. I mean, he does seem like he's on the right track and trying to do the right thing. The question is, can you forgive somebody for doing something particularly heinous ever? I mean, that's really the broader question. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a it's an interesting question. I guess from the from the Fox perspective, I guess um, you know that's as mainstream as it gets for football coverage. So, I mean, yeah, the argument I guess is that he's, he's done his time. He's he paid for his crime and seems to be sorry for it. Right. I mean, if you were drawing up the actions of a guy who was for reals doing the right thing after it, he did it all. But I get it. I get writing up, writing a guy off for some of the ver- some of the aspects of that. I mean, it is dizzyingly terrible. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's I feel like that's a personal decision, but you can't like be mad at uh, a dude making a living at in the arena that he was was working in right so he should be able to make a living and he paid his dues so I'm, i don't feel any way about michael vick working anywhere I, I i don't have any opinion on it i'm like cool is he good at what he does i i don't know yeah, yeah i feel like especially in the universe of big shot athletes he paid more than anybody for anything. I mean, Roethlisberger did some stuff that was arguably worse, although that's apples and oranges. And he slap on the wrist, and 
I mean, even Tyreek Hill a year or so ago had some horrific stuff yeah. that came out. And uh, he's only still playing because there's no video of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I totally see both sides of that one. I don't think we need to talk about Michael Vick anymore. I think they're right. Fox hired Pete Rose as well. That's an interesting comment. <laughs> Pete Rose, all right. Let's talk Pete Rose. What for did one he do? Set. He gambled on his own team. That's that's an unforgivable offense. It's interesting because I agree with you. As long as you're not betting against your team, but once you get, it's so muddy. Once you get into the betting and your team's involved, I mean, I. My personal opinion is the Hall of Fame is not a place for angels. It's a place for the best in the game. And so whether you did something horrific is not really the question. The question should be, are you one of the best in the game? And is your statue in this place an interesting conversation for the people who are talking about the best in the game? And I think Pete Rose checks all those boxes. But uh, I understand, again, I, I, I understand... That's a very slippery slope when you're betting on games that you're involved in. That's yeah, tricky. Right, right. <laughs> I shouldn't feel, do that. Don't do that. I, yeah, I feel like if you're always betting that you'll win, then where's the harm? If you're, I agree with that, but how do you, I mean, how do we know that? Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could be working with somebody on the opposing team or something. Say, hey, yeah. lay down, right. buddy. I got I got 50 grand on this. If you could just... You're, you're in. You're in with that mess, and your hands are wet. And you're like, well, it's right over here. I, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he he is a Hall of Famer. my opinion, yeah, those crimes were when he was a manager. Yeah, boy, I'm not a baseball guy. That someone else, someone here knows Barry Weichman or somebody. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm I'm thinking Chiefs, man. Chiefs are going to take it. What's uh, uh, thirty-five Chief, to twenty-three? You're not going to believe this. I was going to say Chiefs by twelve. That was the phrase coming out of my face. Wow, that's what you just said, pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a twelve point. That's spooky. All well, right, 13. Chiefs by twelve. We called it collectively, independently, right here. Yep. So whatever that line is. It's Chiefs. It's not going to be. The, take the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs. The boy's head is okay. He played fine this week. <laughs> he barely stand up last week, and this week he's fine. I no like, one really talked about that, that the, the concussion went away pretty quick. Yeah, it did. There's a little. There's, uh, Might be some if, wiggle room on the protocol. If that's the fifth tight end on the team, does he play in that game? Probably not. (laughs) No one talked about that. I didn't see that in any of the mainstream sort of media outlets. If your team carries five ten ends, you're probably not going to go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) You're not in the playoffs. It's your five ten. Yeah, no, you're working out a lot of things because nothing's panning out. (laughs) You got your blocking tight end. It's eventually going to be the coach of the team. Right, right. Everyone's so specialty specific that you know exactly what they're going to run when tight end number four comes in. He only comes. He only comes in for the end around. 
Uh, I got to do the plug. I got this. I'm excited about this. I'm not good at doing plugs. I got to do this one. Uh, NowhereComedyClub.com. Thursday, February 4th. There's so many great comics doing these shows. Judah Freelander, Greg Proops, Ben Glebe, Todd Berry, Judy Gold. Uh, there's more. There's a bunch more. It, this thing is... It, uh, John Cleese did a series on this crazy thing. It's the one comedy club that has no walls it's only virtual it's steve hofstetter and his little cabal of characters uh it's great it's not perfect it is still comedy over the internet but i can hear you guys you can hear me i'm gonna do an hour that i've never done uh, i'm gonna wrap up the the year that was in the nfl but mostly i'm gonna try to focus on personal stories about me and stand up and me as a kid and me as a young adult and me trying to figure out the world uh i've been writing 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 like crazy and bonus my wife is doing 10 minutes hey how's the She's, allergy chunk coming allergy chunk is singing killing it with the allergy comedy nice it's the other stuff that needs more work. Okay. All right. Uh, Kyle says, are we doing prop bets next week? We should. I love prop bets, me especially too. on the Super Bowl. Oh, me too. Let's do it. What's that? Uh, what's what's the over under going to be? What do you think? Do we have it already? I'm sure it's out. I haven't seen it. I Let bet it's high. Can I guess? Yeah. Are you looking it up? I am. I'm going to guess... 53 and a half. I was going to say 55. All right. Let's see. I'll do a couple other plugs while you're looking. Oh, you found it? 56 and a half. Holy shit. That's a big one. 56 and a half. They believe in Mahomes and Brady. 12 points. We called it. Uh, so come, come join us. It's like 10 bucks and you're home and you get to watch comedy and you get to support comedy. It's a win, 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 win. It's fun. Uh, 50 toasts tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night, 9 PM, uh, on the Kostaki platforms on social media and YouTube. Uh, I'm talking to a guy named Alan Rommelfanger, who's a very interesting character. He books guests on radio shows. You hire him to do a thing. It's a flat fee. It's very interesting. He takes one flat fee and then he books you in all of the radio stations that he can. And you wind up with this tour of like 47 stations in two and a half days. And you call every 15 minutes. Hey, Boise. Hey, Milwaukee. Hey, Miami. Hey, Boca. Hey, uh, Connecticut. It's crazy. He's got this fascinating job that he invented from working with the jerky boys. So anyway, we'll yeah. be talking to him tomorrow night. He's a fascinating dude. I love him. And he's a reluctant guest. I had to talk him into doing it. Oh, yeah? Some of my other guests, they're like chopping at the bit. I had a woman on this summer who like begged me to do the thing. And of course, comics love any kind of publicity. They're easy to grab anywhere. This guy had to talk him into it. He's great. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, you might have you might have your hands full prying information out of them. That's okay. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. I love this guy. I had lunch with him, and I've worked with him. I've hired him a couple of times. He's great at what he does. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. That's enough. We, we've done enough here, haven't we? I think so. <laughs> it's all prop bets next week. 
<laughs> well, there is no game to cover, so we got to, you know, what are we going to talk about, the Madden Pro Bowl? Well, I mean, there's uh, plenty of news, actually, in the NFL that we can talk about next week that, uh, you know, it's mostly Super Bowl recap this week, but, I mean, GMs and coaches and all that, so we can certainly get into that next there week. There is so yeah. much NFL news. It's yeah. been crazy how many coaches and things and players and movements and, you know, retirements, and it's been like, it's amazing, and all the playoff implications and all these things happen. It's been fun. Yeah, for all show. Well, well, thank you guys for following along, especially you guys who are in here in the comments and really following live and everything else. We really appreciate that. That means a lot to us. Um, we'll see you in a week. We'll do some Super Bowl hype and some prop bets, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks, guys. Later. <laughs>